Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Empowered Birth Podcast. On today's episode, I speak with my friend, Kinsey Pfeiffer. Kinsey is a birth and bereavement doula located in a small town in Iowa. Kinsey helped reverse her local hospital's VBAC ban and recently wrote a super awesome book called Variations of Normal, which features birth stories from over a hundred other moms. It is truly amazing. I love it. We spent some time talking about the importance of processing the feelings that come with birth, no matter what they are. Now, before we get into the show, I do want to thank my Patreon supporters. It's because of you that I can keep producing these episodes. So if you love this podcast and you would like to support it and get some extra content in the meantime, then go to patreon.com slash empowered birth podcast. All right, let's get into the show. Welcome to the Empowered Birth Podcast. I'm Alan McLean, registered nurse, home birth doula, and former feminist. My mission is to guide you into the freedom that is God's design for femininity, birth, and motherhood. There's a movement happening of powerful women uniting around finding out God's best for us. You're going to find information here that you won't find in your basic childbirth education class. You'll hear stories of women and birth professionals who are experiencing the redeeming experience that birth can be. You're going to get all the information you need to confidently navigate your way from pregnancy to postpartum and beyond. Are you ready to go on a Holy Spirit empowered adventure? Then stick around. You're exactly where you should be. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Empowered Birth Podcast. I'm really excited to bring uh, a guest on my show today. Her name is Kinsey Pfeiffer, and that is one of my dear friends. We've known each other for a while now, and it's kind of fun uh, just like learning more about each other, but seeing how we are just progressing in the birth world and just sharing with each other our story. So I'm excited to introduce you to her today. And we're going to be talking about birth trauma and her new book, which is really awesome. So Kinsey is a birth and bereavement doula. She's located in a small town in Iowa. Kinsey helped reverse her local hospital's VBAC ban and recently wrote a book called Variations of Normal, featuring birth stories from over a hundred other moms. And she has been on my podcast before, which is really fun. So you can hear more about how she helped reverse that VBAC ban at her local hospital, which was just amazing, Kenzie. I still cannot get over that. <laughs> so welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm super excited to just chat with you today about all things birth and emotions and birth trauma in your book. So can you explain your birth story and kind of how you ended up where you are today? I know that's a loaded question because there's a lot, but How did you get involved in birth? Uh, Yeah, so just a little bit of background. So with my first daughter or with my first baby, I was preparing for natural birth and I was, I mean, I was pretty nervous about the whole process. So I tried to learn everything I could. And towards the end of my pregnancy at about 37 weeks, I found out that my daughter was breech. 
And I really wanted to avoid having a cesarean. So I did literally everything I could to try to flip her around. And I scheduled an ECV, which is basically where the doctor tries to manually turn the baby from the outside. So we scheduled that. And in the middle of the ECV, my daughter's heart rate dropped and I had to have a cesarean right after that. So I didn't get a chance to labor or anything. Basically, my birth plan had gone out the window and I had all of this knowledge about birth and just a lot of passion about it. And I thought, well, what could I do with that? So I looked into becoming a doula afterwards and it was just really an amazing experience to be a part of other women's birth stories and uh, help them through labor. And it was also very healing for me because it was a lot of stuff that I felt that I was sort of robbed of the first time. And so I also became really passionate about VBAC because so many people told me after my daughter was born, they're like, oh, well, you can just schedule the next one. And it's not a big deal. It doesn't matter how your baby's born. And I really just disagreed with that strongly because I had a lot of emotions come up when after my daughter was born. And yes, um, a healthy baby is the ultimate goal, but uh, mother's emotions matter too. So kind of turning that into like a long answer, I guess. Um, But fast forward five years and I got pregnant again and I was so determined to have a VBAC and my local hospital had just lifted their VBAC ban. And I was like, okay, I have this in the bag, but he wound up being breach also. So, and I knew that I didn't want to schedule a C-section. I wanted to labor first and I had gotten to do that And I did wind up with another C-section. And I, again, had a lot of grief over that. And I just felt a lot of complicated emotions with it. And I felt very alone. So that sort of like propelled me to like ask questions. And um, I asked other moms how they felt during their birth experiences. And I really learned a lot from other people. And I was very validated that I wasn't alone. So I guess that was kind of a longer answer than. Yeah. (laughs) No, that's wonderful. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So did you know what a doula was or how was it that you had heard of that after your daughter's birth? Okay. So that's kind of a funny story. So when I had first heard of a doula towards the end of my pregnancy, my mom told me that she knew somebody that was a doula or who supported women in birth. And I was asking her for a lot of advice before the ECV or, you know, to try to turn my baby. And after my daughter was born, I kept asking her for like, you know, input on what could happen next time. Or she wasn't a very good doula. She was kind of like, well, you could have just refused to have a C-section. I mean, and she wasn't very supportive. And I mean, I looked into what a doula was after that. And I thought, oh, well, I could do it better than her. So (laughs) that's kind of what what inspired me to become a doula too, because I just think women need that support. Yeah, totally. Women do need support. It's not something that is ever 
fun to go at it alone. I just think women are so made for community and women were made to support other women and just be nurturing. And this is, you know, one of the most vulnerable times of our lives and to have other women come around and support you who've been there and who kind of have an idea on what to expect that it means a lot. So you had mentioned that you learned a lot from other people's stories. How did you go about talking to people and meeting people? And I know a lot of birth stories that like after my C-section that I was hearing was so much like negativity and just everybody was sharing just their horror stories. And so that was all that I was exposed to. And I didn't really ever ask for stories, <laughs> I guess, until after I started searching in the birth world. So where did you meet these women? How did you have conversations with them? What was that like? And what did that do for you as you were processing your own birth? Yeah, so I'm not 100% sure how I found all these women, to be honest with you. (laughs) I put out anonymous surveys, and that's where a lot of these stories came from. I really think that God put these women in my life somehow, or just they found these surveys somewhere while searching the internet and filled them out. I think they just needed a sounding board to put their feelings, their real feelings out there. That being said, there were quite a few women in here that I did know and who I interviewed. And that was also really special to hear their side of the story and um, how they felt, um, whether it was like a traumatic experience or positive one or a combination of both. But I really just felt the power of God through this whole process because I don't think I could have pulled it off without him. Yeah. I mean, that's a big deal. Like you wrote a book, you self-published. That's amazing. And yeah, just the amount of stories. And as I was reading the book, I was just like, because there was all sorts of different stories. That's the thing. Like there was Nikki stories, there was VBAC stories, there's repeat C-section stories, there's breach stories. It's just like mm-hmm. a huge compilation of women's experiences that um, gives you just a kind of a diverse view of what to expect in birth. So I, there's so many lessons to learn from women's stories. And I think what you did putting them all together was so helpful just to get that kind of like wide eyed view and broad view of, of what, you know, women experience in all different places. So that was really neat. What were some of the feelings that came up for you when you were putting these stories together? Oh my goodness. It was a lot. I really started to feel towards the end of editing and putting everything together. I really started to feel the weight of all of these stories, especially the traumatic experiences. I just really felt a lot of sadness and like there was just a lot of like sadness and and joy and like just a mixture of like everything really I was actually just really surprised that I was going back and forth on putting a birth trauma chapter in here because I actually had 
I had surveys relating to specific things. So I had a survey for VBAC stories, for home birth stories, and, you know, et cetera. And just trying to get like a bunch of different stories to make it their own chapter. And if I didn't have enough of a specific story, I just kind of lumped it into the labors of love chapter. But there were some stories that were just, they seemed very traumatic. And I thought, you know, maybe I need to make it own chapter for that. And that just felt really heavy. I don't really know how else to describe it. It was just, there's so much emotion in this book and I still can't read through it without crying. <laughs> there's just a lot. Yeah, that it is a lot. And it's a lot of, I mean, trauma is hard <laughs> when you're going through birth and then reading that and putting it together in its own chapter. It's like, it's sad that it has to even be its own chapter. You know, it's sad that that even exists as a thing. (laughs) So would you say that your births were traumatic or were they, yeah, I guess, how would your birth experiences affect you or how have they? So, and that's another thing that I wanted to portray with this book is that you can feel simultaneously that your birth experiences were both positive and traumatic. Because that's sort of how I felt because there was a lot of joy and I felt like there was a lot of love in the room. And, but I also felt very traumatized by my lack of choices or like hospital policies and things like that. I'm very grateful and thankful and I love my babies so much, but like that doesn't mean that, I mean, it's okay to be it's okay to be sad about how they were born, even if it seems like it's not traumatic to another person. Trauma's in the eye of the beholder. So I just wanted others to know that it was okay to feel that way and it's okay to hold space for themselves. That's so important. I think women do need that permission sometimes. Like whatever you are feeling when it comes to your birth, it's okay. Like those feelings are valid, whatever they are. They're pro- they could be so confusing. They could not make any sense. You know, I, I remember going back to like, I'm in the recovery room after my first C-section and I'm there and I'm, you know, like seeing the baby next to me. Cause I couldn't hold her cause she was too cold. So, you know, being in a warmer is much better than being on mom, but that's, you know, separate story. Anyways, just looking at her and being like, I should be so happy right now. And yet I'm not. And it's like, in that moment, you're so confused why you're feeling certain feelings. And just having somebody say, you know what, this is my story. This is what happened. It's okay to feel whatever you're feeling in the moment and process later. And stories are such a powerful way of processing. So what you did giving women that, that space and opportunity and permission to share whatever was on their heart in an anonymous way, um, is powerful. And I just think we, as women need to do that more often. Like we should share our stories and we did in Patreon. And I think that's something that I'm going to be doing more often is just giving women space to share 
their stories because there's something powerful about releasing that and processing that. And so, yeah, I guess, what are your thoughts on that and women sharing stories and how that comes into play just in our everyday lives? Yeah, I think there's definitely a benefit to sharing your story and um, so much potential for healing because there's a reason why we have talk therapy, like just talking about it helps you process. And I think we should hold space for each other to talk about your birth experience as many times as you need, because sometimes like you think of something one day and then you'll think of something the next day. I think it's perfectly normal to talk about it and to process it even like years later too. Yeah. It would be interesting, like having our mom's generation process their births. I I feel like they processing birth stories is kind of a newer thing from what I understand. I mean, it's rare that I have in a woman in like my mom's generation really share the true feelings of what was going on that day. Like they might share their birth story, but truly opening up and being like, I was terrified or that was the most traumatic experience of my life, or it was the most joyous day of my life. It's so factual when I hear older women talk about it, but imagine the healing that could come from sharing that because that is like, it's in you. And it's a part of you and it will never not be a part of you. And so sharing that with other people, it not only helps others learn from just stories, but it also helps you process and heal because our body, our body holds on to our stories. So yeah, man, it is powerful. And giving women that space, I think I've seen just even like I was saying last time on in our Patreon account, just sharing birth stories. I think it just solidified the belief that stories are powerful and that we should be sharing them because imagine how much is actually trapped in our bodies, just waiting to be shared and processed. Yeah. And I'm really glad you brought that up about our mother sharing their birth experiences because I actually interviewed my mom for one of the stories. It was the story with, it was one of the NICU stories with the baby with the heart procedures. And that was like a huge weight off of my mom's chest after she shared. And she was like, I didn't realize I was holding on to all of that so much. And it was just a very healing experience for her too, just to be able to get that out there and talk about her fears. And and I really think that will help somebody else who is going through something similar. Oh, wow. That is powerful. That's powerful, especially when our moms are vulnerable and share that. Oh my goodness. So, so good. Well, what do you hope that this book, what is the underlying message of this book? What do you hope that this book will do for women? Yeah. So the thing that's really special about this book is there's so many different messages and I just kind of left it up to the person telling their story, but I believe that these stories can make a huge difference in maternity care. If like a doctor or a nurse read this, they would have a better understanding of what 
mothers go through and their thought process and how it can have an impact like for the rest of their lives. But I also think that any mom reading this could find validation in at least some of the stories. I know that there are so many different experiences, but just getting a better understanding of other people and, you know, maybe finding a story that you relate to, that's also very helpful. Yeah, finding your community is so powerful. And you do give that opportunity just to know, okay, I'm not alone. Wow, those feelings that I'm feeling, other people felt that too. Like I'm not abnormal. I'm not weird to, you know, not be bonding with my baby right now or to be feeling completely overwhelmed and lost and hopeless. And I mean, it's all the feelings that you just don't think should come along with having a baby. You know, it's the feelings that don't make sense. And if they don't make sense, they get hidden because it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing to share it with people. And this book gives you an opportunity to see like on a deeper level, this is what women are feeling. And that is so powerful. So Kenzie, where can people get your book? So it's available on Amazon and Kindle. And I also have signed copies that you can reach out to me on my Facebook page, The Huga Doula, and I can send out a signed copy to whoever reaches out to me. But yeah, I would suggest Amazon or Kindle because that's probably easiest. <laughs> you get so. that two-day shipping, you know? That's always yeah. nice. <laughs> I'm, yeah. Woo-hoo. Oh, man. Well, thank you so much, Kinsey. Is there any last thoughts that you have or any th- message that you want to share with, with anybody? Well, I think we've pretty much covered everything. I just hope you check out the book. It's really special. And I think it's great to learn other people's perspectives and uh, get a better idea of what women go through when we bring our babies into the world. Yeah, wonderful. Well, thank you for coming on. I so appreciate you. Go check her out. I'll put the links in the show notes below so you can find her and connect with her. So thanks so much, Kinsey. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Thanks for joining me again for this episode. I hope you got so much encouragement from it. And if you need any of this information to order Kinsey's book or anything else that you've heard today on the show, click the show notes below. Also, if you haven't joined our free Facebook group, find us at facebook.com slash empowered mamas tribe. We'll see you next time and stay empowered.